headline, Adam. Oscar Mayer renames iconic hot dog on wheels to Frank Mobile. No. It's not the Wiener Mobile no. anymore, Adam. It's uh, the Frank Mobile. No. The yeah. name change is the 27 foot long hot dog vehicle's first uh first in nearly 100 years. Kraft Heinz, the parent company of the cold cut brand, said in a press release that the new name pays homage to the brand's 100% beef franks that debuts, uh, debuts a tasty new recipe that is more flavorful than ever. Cancel culture really does truly come for us all. Yeah. Canceling uh, Oscar Mayer, man. Canceling. Sucks. Canceling the wiener. Yeah. Enjoy hell for your crimes, Oscar Mayer. I'm never going to stop calling it the fucking wiener. No. No. That that is a very specific thing to a generation generations of people. Hmm. You can't just change a name after a century to the Frank. Because Mobile. That's, something, that's something that I've noticed about like brands is that like they're so obsessed with changing their name and like leaving behind the the historic brand recognition it's like how hbo max because of the warner discovery thing they're changing to just max like yeah why not eliminate hbo the name that people uh find synonymous with good shit yeah Yeah. we'll just get rid of that yeah that's cool fucking idiots uh also in headlines today the dropkick murphys are now changing their name to light punt malcolms light punt malcolms i thought you were i thought you were Serious for a second. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> it took me a second. It does. Okay, it does. Like, it does. Like, happen positively sometimes. Like, uh, like the Dixie Chicks changing the names to the Chicks because Chicksy. Yep. And then Lady Annabellum is Lady A now because Annabelle. The the kind of the history behind the word Annabellum and the history there. So it can be good, but then, but most of the time, it's like, why? Like, it's the Wienermobile, dude. Why would you change the name of the Wienermobile? It's yeah. fun. I don't no. know. Frank Frank Mobile doesn't sound fun to say. Who I don't think specifically Frank has Mobile. asked for this? I don't know. Frank Mobile, like it sounds like your uncle Frank, who whose car you don't a, want to get into. You don't want to get into Frank's car because he's historically a problem at holidays. Yeah, and you do not want. And he calls his car. He calls his fucking nineteen sixty eight Buick Regal the Frank Mobile, and you yeah. don't want to get in that car. No, save it. There's a Buick Regal. Hold on, and I, I just picked a random. Day, but I think the Buick Regal is around there. Right? Doing some Googling. Yeah, 1968 Buick Regal was, uh, in fact, a car. <laughs> I'm not dumb. God damn. <laughs> we know our cars oh, on this podcast. We do know our cars on this Welcome to Adam and Sam at the Disco. I'm Adam. You didn't do any of the other stuff. Oh, I didn't. There's more. Let's, There's more. Let me let me pep it up here a little bit. <laughs> you really don't want to be here, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be here today. Well, we were, but we're we're recording like we're four hours earlier than we normally do, so it's we're all we're both off anyway. 
Do the rest of the thing. Take two, two. track three. This is all, I'm not cutting any of this. This is all staying in. <laughs> and action. Welcome <laughs> to Adam and Sam of the Disco, where it is a hurricane of bullshit today, specifically. Wow. Um, I don't know. Close the goddamn door. <laughs> I'm Adam. And I'm Sam. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we're doing Hurricane today. Track number three on vices and virtues, in case you didn't catch that. You cannot also detect the vibes are off today. The vibes uh, but, are way off. But we've got this. We'll we'll get through what is an otherwise good song. I really no. like these first three songs. The first three songs are really good. Like I, The whole album is really good. The whole the, album is really good. Yeah, but the first three are pretty a pretty solid like introduction to it. We're we're gonna try and like push our way through these weird vibes. Adam's here early because I'm here early because I'm like not super busy, and Adam's here early because he has tumultuous situations to deal with. Family so. matters. Yeah, so we're just gonna push through the vibes, baby, and talk about Urikan. Urikan. Your, your seafaring <laughs> episode, the one that you thought didn't exist. Our nautical episode, here. yes. Yeah. Um, I, before we start like talking about, cause this is not one of the singles. There's not a lot of like extra details about it. So it's really just right. a song for us to talk about. Um, I do want to like, uh, like highlight something again, cause we've talked about this, I think in almost every episode that we, um, um, every episode that we've, we've done for the season so far, um, talking about how like there were all of these extra songs that didn't make it onto the album. Um, I actually did a full, like a full listen through this past weekend. Um, we were driving around and doing some, doing some stuff and crime on the way to, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so we were, we were, we had some, we had some, a long trip to take. And so we were, um, we were listening to vices and virtues and we listened to the bonus tracks as well as part of it. Um, the bonus tracks to me feel very much like they belong within vices and virtues. None of the tracks on too weird to live or literally anything else that comes after too weird to live feel like they belong on vices and virtues. So I'm super curious, like what I'm now incredibly even more curious what those fucking extra songs that didn't, that we didn't get to hear were. Well, let's just go ahead and say a lot of what happens after too weird to live, uh, really just doesn't belong period. Sure. <laughs> I can understand that. I'm going to I'm going to say something controversial right now because I no maybe not maybe we'll save it. Nope, you got to we'll save it. Uh, I may or may not um, Sometimes I regret making edging legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I do too, but we have to we have to push through. Um maybe something after too weird to live I've rekindled a a, a love for. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's not, it's not, it's not Viva Las Vendance. I'll just clarify there. No, um, if, if there yeah. was never love there for it, it's hard to rekindle yeah. it. Yeah. How do you rekindle something that doesn't <laughs> exist? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe, um, maybe something that pops up after too weird to live is, uh, uh, climbing up the charts in my heart. Again. Yep. Death of a bachelor is a fantastic minus one song. <laughs> Might not be Death of a Bachelor. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is the heel turn of the show. <laughs> That's what just this. Oh, we have now Jokerified the episode. Oh, no. <laughs> I 
Oh, oh God. Um, Special guest Mark yeah. Hamill just came and left. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Uh, so there's this Nintendo game that just came out recently called uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. I still don't know if it can win your favor. I've already decided that I don't want to play it. I will say <laughs> it is better than I would have thought with some of the, you know, the weird crafty shit. I'm just and by when I say that, I really just mean I'm putting rocks on all my swords. You know, like mm-hmm. you walk by a rock, you got to put it on a sword um, or put some meat on a stick and make a meat stick. Yeah, I carry one of those every day. Crucify some Koroks. You know? <laughs> Crucify some Koroks. Oh, my God. That's so that's Ooh. so fucked up. And then the f- <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can find that TikTok. There's a there's a and put it in the show notes. So there's a, a TikTok of um of a Korok from Zelda because you can like stick things to things and fuse them together in this one. And yeah. so people have been fucking around with the Koroks and they made like a cart that has a cross, like a Jesus cross on it. And they stuck a Korok to the middle of the cross and are like parading it around with a horse. It's fucking dark. Yeah, it's fucking, oh. <laughs> but it's funny as shit. Um, yeah. So. Uh, but this, I've, I've watched a lot. I love watching the clips and I think they're yeah. fun and funny. But like I've watched some like playthroughs of some like um, of some some people that I like watching like play video games. And I j- it just everything about the, the mechanics and the vibe just does not sit right with my spirit. So I don't think it's I don't think I'm going to get it. No, um, I would not probably. It's it's so fucking weird. Like I say the crafting's OK, but really you just kind of hold a button, press another button. The thing that you're trying to attach in another thing is in the wrong angle for about 45 minutes until you finally perfect it. It really doesn't walk you through anything and just expects you to fucking figure it out for the most part. Which is exactly what I hated about Breath of the Wild. From what I understand and what I what I noticed, the introductory area is a little like slightly more guided than the intro area in Breath yeah. of the Wild was, but it's it's very like subtle. <laughs> yeah, not much. I mean, there's still a part where like you, you know, you do this time you do three shrines and then get back and find out you need to do one more. And then that one more is on top of an icy cliff. So then you find out you can't climb icy cliffs and you kind of have to bumblefuck your way around it. Um, and I know I've bum- bumble bumblefuck is my favorite term when it comes to nobody knowing what they're doing. Um, yeah. And of course, I've already told you that my favorite solution for anything is building a bridge. Yes. And to quote my tweet, I really do feel like it is millennials parents being, you know, telling them all the time to build a bridge and get over it. We are now successfully doing that, just not emotionally. <laughs> okay we have found a way to manifest this in our own way <laughs> right. um the the video game donkey video on this was really funny because he's like i made this car and the car is literally he just like drops into a chasm and it turns into a bridge yeah <laughs> <laughs> like bridge bridges solve every every situation it does i i think one day i cut down like 16 trees and made a bridge out of it just to just because I needed to. Perfect. And of course, the story comes by way of random nonsense that you really don't feel obligated to do, but you have to. Sure. They do do it better in this one. I'll give it better. Like, I'll give them that. They actually make it seem like a quest more than just, you know, the memories that you have to go find and match to a place in the map. Like in the overworld, you have to go take that perfect picture, blah, blah, blah. 
Like now there's actually things on the map with a signifier of where to go. So that's, that's nice. That's pretty that's nice. Helpful. But of course, like I said, it's where a lot of your major story beats like that last trailer that came out that got everybody so fucking hyped. Like yeah, I've seen Daddy, a Daddy Dorf. Yeah. With Ganon, Ganon, Ganon Daddy. Daddy. I've seen yeah. a lot of Ganon Daddy so far in those scenes. And that's really about it. But I'm also playing it safe and not going anywhere until I have like eight fucking hearts. Cause cool. You die fast. Yeah, I've seen those weird hand things. Oh, man, those are terrifying. That was like the Have most you- Death Stranding thing I've ever fucking seen and ran away of feeling the same way that I did in Death Stranding. Have you seen what happens when you kill the hand things? I have heard, and that makes me even more terrified. I won't spoil it. it no. is, I've seen I've seen a clip of it. It is, for yeah. people listening, I won't spoil it. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, I haven't seen exactly how it plays out. I've just kind of heard... Uh, what appears and I'm all right on that with my current six heart maximum because you so what winds up happening is that you you kill the hands and then it's peace for one second and then it is just there yep and I'm I'm not I'm I don't need that in my life right now no it sounds run just run away I just want to live my simple life of getting towers and shrines until I feel like I'm not a fucking pussy anymore yep that's true I just love it when the pre-roll leaks into the actual episode. Um, <laughs> Had to. Just, although, here, but here's one other thing about about Tears of the Kingdom is that when you look around at all the stuff around you in Hyrule, yeah, you see off in the distance there's something that is surrounded by a hurricane, which is what we're talking about today. Hey, so we're bringing it back. Of the disco, we did it. Segway. Um, let's talk about some credits. I'll read them. Produced by Butch Walker and John Feldman. This is this one. Written by John Feldman, Brendan Urie, Spencer Smith, and Pete Wentz. Pete motherfucking Wentz. Uh, Pete motherfucking Wentz. This is slam poetry. Yeah. It's a lot of engineering in this one. Butch Walker, John Feldman, Matt Appleton, Fred Archambault, Brandon Paddock, Eric Ron, and Jake Sinclair did engineering on this one. Mixing engineer, Rich Costi, and Claudius Mittendorfer. Mittendorfer, Dorfer, Mitten. <laughs> Mastering engineer is Pete Lyman. We've got bass, but I'm I'm fucking you all the way up with yeah, the Yeah, you are. Today. Oh my god! Bass, Dallin Weeks, and Brendan Urie are credited with bass on <laughs> this. Uh, Jesus on this, on this one, drums Spencer Smith, guitar Brendan Urie, percussion also Spencer Smith, keyboards also Brendan Urie, lead vocals Brendan Urie. Recorded at Abbey Road. Yeah, they did this one at Abbey Road again. Welcome them back. Welcome back. Short list of tags. Uh, yeah. Of rock, pop rock, and alternative rock. I think that kind of nails this. There's it's short and sweet. Oh my god, there is a this is a, this comment is long as shit. This first contributor comment. Oh my god, they wrote an essay. Yeah. Oh my fuck. Yeah, they really did. I'm gonna hold on. Let me we'll just really we should almost return to this after the episode. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, let's come back to that. I'm going to do something really quick. Just can you vamp for a second while I try this? Yeah, um, I'm going to vamp like a vampire. Um, there's really not much left to say about this song, aside from the fact that it's really good. If I went with the genius annotation, which we really don't like to do, Hurricane is a high energy song about a passionate romance that unfortunately fizzled out. The vice embedded in the lyrics seems to be recklessness. Is recklessness a vice? I don't remember that being the biblical vice. Uh, with it's some not, possible virtues being temporary contentment love and passion none of these are vices i don't feel like this person knows 
um, devices. We did watch uh, Evil Dead Rise last night. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's so good. It is so good. If you like the first two and kind of dug the remake, this is a great mixture of both of them. This movie is so fucking bloody. Sick. I love it. I I would almost okay. say it is perfect. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I've decided that I don't want to work on this podcast anymore, and so I've decided to <laughs> type in... Can you dissect the song Hurricane by Panic at the Disco into ChatGPT? Nice. So it's currently it's currently writing a few paragraphs for me. So. God. Yeah. Did you know that it's a so so Hurricane by Panic at the Disco is like this multi layered composition that showcases the band's musical versatility and thematic depth. Like it features a fusion of like various genres, including alternative rock, pop punk, baroque pop, and creates this unique and captivating music experience musically. It exhibits a dynamic and intricate arrangement. Song begins with a haunting piano introduction, setting a melancholic tone. Piano is soon joined by you know what? Let's 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 I'm introduce f- the song first. I'm officially actually- striking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna join the writers. I am striking <laughs> for the replacement of our personalities and writing for chat. If you say it with enough inflection, you can you can make anything. Yeah, you can do anything. Uh, you, you could probably actually write an essay about where the fucking red fern grows on there. <laughs> probably. Well, that's surprise. Somebody in uh, the MGM Discord um, is having issues with uh, with his uh, students uh, using ChatGPT to write essays, and he's catching them in the act because he knows what they actually write like. And um, to that, I responded. I went into thought to Chat GPT and I said, "Could you write a thoughtful response to somebody who's disappointed their students are using Chat GPT to write their <laughs> essays?" And I just pasted it in there. Oh man, oh, uh, so funny! It's, I think it's, I, I, it's objectively funny. I think to do that, but that's good. Know, it's just me. It's like my um, nephew probably could have just used a paper like Chat GPT to write his paper instead of his uncle who wrote twenty-two paragraphs instead of four to five. So probably would have been a smart route for him. Probably. Um, shall we talk about the verse one and pre-chorus? The pre-pre? The pre-pre? The, the VP and the pre-pre. Let's get it. Let's do it. I love the like the ringtone, how the song starts, like the phone buzzing and the ringtone yeah. of the 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 chorus and everything. It's just so it's fun. And then you know, I love a, I love a, I love a, yeah, I love like a Fucking. solid like clapping song where there's like a rhythm to clap to, and it's yes. just like ah, it's, it's very it's very good. You get the like a punctuation, clap. yeah, the punctuation, the 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 big at the yep. end of that intro too is great. Love it. It's a great segue. A segue. It's a great segue. It's a great segue. It's a great seg. It's a shitty word to type. 
Hey, you want to talk about scabs crossing the picket line? Oh, God. I don't, but yeah. Oh, that was before we because since since we brought up the the strike, I had this sterling realization the other night that union workers that are on strike that cross the picket line to work are called scabs because they cross the pick it line. You pick at a scab. I don't know if that's the actual origin of the it's term. It's gotta be. It probably isn't, but it just makes too much sense. So, yeah. Let's see. I was having a moment. I don't want it. To, I don't want it. To, I don't want the episode to become this. Let's talk about the song. <laughs> no, because of course you get just get a lot of sad pictures of people in black and white. I'm all right. I don't. I don't feel like yeah. I need to do that right now. I don't need to be sad. No. Are you worth your weight in gold? Because you're behind my eyelids when I'm all alone. It's a very how, master, but masturbatory sentence. Is it? I don't know if it is. If Not it is, like like. Let me okay. Let me rephrase that. It is one of those loving things that you could just imagine your lover at the end of the night. But that's then you get to the rest of the song and yeah, yeah. Well, so the way that I read it, because it's like it's it, it's the narrator here asking like. I think about you a lot. Are you worth it? Basically, like I have become attached to you. I've I've become you've become important to me, but I'm not sure if you're worth it. Are you worth it? Yeah. Is it worth it? Yeah. Let me work it. Lay your game down. Flip it and reverse it. (laughs) Killed it. Um. (laughs) And it kind of moves on to the next line where he where he he like wants this this person to sort of to to kind of be stuck with him be, as well yeah like i want you to be i want you to be thinking about me too i want to catch me like a cold i want you with me i want it to be i want it to be be quick and i want it to just be be extreme and i want it to i want it to be a thing yeah right? this is the eye fucking the random person that you see at the gas station when you're right. going after your reese's animal crackers right was that on the podcast i found a I found a bag of Reese's dipped animal crackers at the gas station yesterday that are incredibly good. I've never seen them before, so go get them. Um, you and God both got the guns when you shoot. I yeah. think I duck. That's a very yeah. It's evocative. It gets the kids talking. Yeah, it's <laughs> no one knows what it means. <laughs> what do you think it means? I, it's very odd. I mean, you just. You're really trying to not catch feelings like this seems this is a promiscuous thing. Clearly, like mm-hmm. you, you want probably that sexual energy, but you really just you don't want anything else. <laughs> yeah. But I, mean, I think like there's a comparison to be made here, like about like God being this all powerful thing and comparing God to this person. Right. Because this person is powerful, has has kind of a hold on him. Yeah. And like the guns, like maybe like something like Cupid's arrow right? or something like that, where it's just like, like, like when you and God shoot at me, I, I want to, I don't want to be a part of this. Like I'm yeah. scared. Like I'm miss scared me on that shit. Probably, miss me on that shit. Cash me outside. How about that? About that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the pre courses, pre courses, pre chorus. The pre the, 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 the
purely yeah. sexual, and I I yeah. love it. This yeah. like I you know this is a horny album in very many ways. It really yes. is. Misheard lyric alert. Oh. And I said all the zippers creak <laughs> is what I thought it had been. I love it. I love it. It's actually, and I set all the zippers free, which makes a ton more sense, yes. quite frankly. You got to get some fucking WD-40 on those zippers, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. Some rusty zippers, cobwebs with that thing. <laughs> but yeah, it is a very horny pre-chorus where it's literally just like, we're naked. Peace. Peace fucking. be with you. Peace is and also in me. What? Yep. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. heavy load that we were talking about yeah. before. <laughs> no more wars. No more clothes. Give me peace. Oh, kiss me. It's just let's get naked and fuck. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all this pre this pre pre is. So my misheard lyric here is no more wars. No more clothes beneath me. Beneath me. No f- okay. Beneath me. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay good. We're on the same page. Glad, I wasn't going to say that one because I already had one, but yeah. Glad me, genius yeah. would, could be wrong about this. Cause two of us surely yeah. do make a right. Yeah. 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 We've made a podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. about this. We should be the reputable source on this. Not genius. Yeah. I don't know if they're, I don't know about any other panic. We're the authorities as far as I'm concerned. We're just going to pull up and see if Google agrees. Nope. It, it doesn't. It's giving me peace. What a bitch. I, I have all my fucking vinyls packed. Otherwise I'd go look at the insert, but I'm pretty sure it's probably peace. It makes more sense. No more war. Give me peace. It makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. But then you look at the no more clothes, you know, beneath me, you've, you've slid your clothes down to the floor and you've stepped right out of those britches. I guess. It's but time like for your clothes fucking. are your clothes <laughs> for all fucking <laughs> it's fucking time. Uh, oh God. But like that's the thing, is like you don't your your clothes aren't typically beneath you when you're wearing them. They're on your person. Like they're, yeah, well, they're persisting and existing within right. the same space. So it's like I said, you know, you slide them down and you just step right out. Yeah. I, I mean shimmy your way out of them. Shimmy, uh, get those shimmy, apple shimmy. bottom jeans out of here. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, y'all. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but definitely a very horny pre-chorus. It's, it's very... literally just like literally the context of the pre-chorus is literally what I just said. It's get naked and fuck. Let's yeah. That's what it is. That's all that means. This is like this is new perspective and Panic of the Disco's vices and virtues context. Mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just about what it could be. Right. Shall we talk about the chorus? Chorus. Chorus. I'm including the post-chorus in here, so be prepared for that. Hey, we are a hurricane. Your, here's your here's your nautical reference and here's where we're yeah. here's where we're going two going of them in sh- one line two of them in one line we are a hurricane drop our anchors in a storm they're crazy they're uh they're 
promiscuous. They're risk takers. Yep. They need they need to drop their anchors and get some stability. They're 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 uh, they're a fucking disaster waiting to happen, but they need to stabilize themselves and drop the anchors. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to drop a heavy load. Drop a heavy load. Yeah. I do love this annotation here. Another possible meaning is that this lyric acknowledges Brendan's feud with Ryan Ross, former Panic guitarist. In this case, we, as in the we will never be the same, would refer to members of, of the band at the time. Brendan and Spencer saying that their powerful force is not to be reckoned with. They would refer to Ryan, meaning that Ryan's new band could never be successful without Brendan. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. No. It is not uh, that. No. No, 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 no. This is a very sexual line. Like you said, you're you're dropping in, dropping in for a line. Not, mm. not that kind of line, but... Mm. Um, it could be. Could, could be. be that kind of line. Could be. Gotta go fast. <laughs> hey, chili dogs. <laughs> yeah, I agree with everything you said. And, you know, they will never be the same. There's the feelings line. A fire and a flask to keep us warm surely refers to alcohol and a flask. A little yeah, whiskey. Damn. Yeah. Although, here's another misheard lyric, because there seems to be a lot of those in this one. I thought it was a fire and a vice for some reason. Well, it is, it is on the album. Vices and, vices and virtues. Like yeah, it's not flasks and virtues. Like, no, flasks and virtues. It's vices and virtues. Um, God, I, do, I do love the end of this chorus, because they know I know that they don't look like me. Oh, they know I know that they don't sound like me. Very cocky. Yeah. Nobody sounds yeah. like me. Nobody looks like me. Nobody fucks like me. I am that guy. Is that that's what this is? Yeah, I am the dude. I am the dude, man. Well, dude, Reno. Yeah. And then the you'll dance to anything part too is almost like a you'll well, fuck it's, anything. Well, so it's, one of, it's one of those. Well, I think that's what it is too. Because if you tie it back into the last part of the chorus, where it's just like, like they'll never they'll never be the same if they go to somebody else like they know that person isn't me like like you said i'm the guy right like i'm the guy you know that nobody else could could do you like i do but you'll fuck anything because you're kind of a whore like that's where that's what that's what the vibe is giving me yeah that's what this the vibe, is like the, the cocky like yeah you're you just go sleep with anybody but you know that you know that i'm the one yeah give you what i give you yeah there's a little bit of lying you know, lying is the most fun a girl can have without taking your clothes off in this. Uh, yeah, it's a little, it's got a little, it's a little spirited. Yeah, yeah. it's not as incelish as that, but no. it's, this but again, is. Again, <laughs> we've evolved past the need for the, the, the incelishness of, yeah. of, uh, fever. This is the alpha Chad to lying is what this is. Yeah. Um, the alpha Chad line. Um, but yeah, that's, um. Man, there's a lot of fucking misheard lyrics for me in this goddamn song, isn't there? I'll talk about it in verse two. Verse two. Oh, I'd confess, I'd confess to the rumor of us. Nice. That's what I thought it yeah. was. All right. Hey. But it's I'd confess, I confess in a room where I'm blessed is apparently the actual line, which again 
kind of kind of kind of leads into the whole like it continues to like follow this trend of the shedding the religion thing right yeah because like the line, those, yeah okay yeah sorry no like those lines specifically do have a chorus beneath them like a yes like, yeah, like yeah. a choir let's yeah let's say that of course, yes, it's all which just is a Brandon's great effect, voice, like the, but like all like the music cuts out and it's just, oh, I confess like it's so good. Yeah, it's such a great like thing. And then after that line, it, the 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 music comes back in and he continues to kind of like speak about the, the situation where. Yeah, where because um, uh, he's talking about like he's like this is clearly like I confess in a room where I'm blessed is a confessional. But the priest or whoever did not come and talk to him to like help him out. Um, and he feels like that's kind of fueling the fueling the the fire of him being this like wolf among the sheep where he's not who he he pretends or claims to be but he is confused convinced himself a full himself into thinking that he is this person but because he doesn't have the support or the 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 ability to have his art put at ease like right. he's gnawing at the wool and he's like seeing himself for who he is yeah is this, could this also be, I see a conversation with God, but I also see this from a female's perspective. Oh, yeah. Like, the movie Coyote Ugly comes to mind, especially in those last couple of lines. You know. Okay. Trying to, what the hell did they say in that movie? Let's tap into 2000's hit Coyote Ugly. Uh, you know, trying to gnaw your arm off in the morning to get away. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit of that well, in here. Well, I could see that too. Well, well, here's the thing is like, well, let's, let's reframe it then too, because now that I'm thinking about it from that angle where it's now from like her perspective, if you think about it, where he's like talking about her and how like I'm the one and you'll be with anybody, but then it flips to her perspective potentially. And the room where I'm blessed might be like where he blessed her with his like prowess, his kick. Um, but he, he, he didn't like, he didn't like put her at ease or like give yeah. her any kind of like he just, love or support. He did his business and then left and didn't come back. Yeah. Didn't try and didn't try and cuddle up at the end of the night or anything like that. Right. Just, right. Just dropped a load and bounced. Right. <laughs> put the heavy, load. The heavy um, load. And she's now like, well, you know, I, he thinks of me as this person, but like, I'm, I've convinced myself that's who I am, but maybe I'm not right kind of thing. Yeah. I like that this, angle too. I'll, this does both, ang- to, both angles work to me, but I think that, yeah. one, that one's a good one. That one's not one that I've thought about before. It does continue with like a theme too, of this promiscuous relationship kind of interceded throughout parts of this album, at least the first half. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, cause yeah. Cause after this verse, we go into the pre-chorus and the chorus again. Um, and then I'll I'll play now the post chorus and the bridge. The bridge. The bridge of the bridge.
post course is just you'll dance anything repeated and there's like this like i love the the the, the music behind here and like there's like some like like had almost chaotic laughter in the background while it's happening and like there's like like Mar- i don't know if they're maracas or whatever there's just something like playing in the background it's just like the music kind of like whatever's happening under the current of them saying you'll dance anything over and over again is just like very interesting with what they what they did like i like how they kind of sh- like flipped up the instrumentation in- instrumentation there yeah the bridge is a great part of the song it really is yeah well because it and because here's what i think about this like this lyric too is like it could be seen from either one of their their perspectives because at this point it's just like you can either like fix or conflict like you can either we can either keep doing what we're doing and we'll just live off the adrenaline of like this shallow um relationship or fix me and and um make him make me better make me who i'm supposed to be either way like either way i'll take anything from you at this point. right yeah like they've kind of resigned themselves to like this relationship being whatever it decides to be yeah you know it's not good but you're you're gonna stick around and take anything that you can get out of it whether it's shitty you know shitty fucking or there you know a, a, a night that actually ends with a resolution yeah. And so far there's there's no resolution in this relationship. Oh, I led the resolution. Too bad he didn't say that. Right? Right. Jeez. Said we had to bring guillotines into the bedroom. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck Marie Antoinette. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let no, them wow, wow. eat cake. Yeah, or something else. That's right. That's right. Um, I like the chorus. This. Oh, yeah. go ahead. No, get into go the ahead. chorus. Well, no, 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 because the I was, I was going to the final course. Cause I like what they did at the end of the, they, they kind of like added some like extra things in there. Like the, they know. So I'll play. So here's what I'm going to do. I'll play the chorus because it's a little bit different. And then there's something interesting that happens at the end of the song where it just like, there's an outro, like an instrumental outro that sounds nothing like, the rest of the song at all. Right. It doesn't really transition into memories at all. It's just kind of like there. It's very strange. I don't know why it's there. Do you, so I'll play. Do you sit through this part of the song? Usually. Yeah. Cause it's not that long. Um, I don't, I got shit to do. I got shit. I got shit to do. Ain't nobody got time for that. I got places to do and shit to be. That's right. Um, yeah. So, uh, so let me do that. Let me play the, we'll talk about it a little bit more, but we'll play the chorus and the outro there. The last chorus and the outro real quick.
but yeah, it's weird, right? Like and this it's just isn't, like this like This isn't the only song that does it, right? No, it's not. It's not. And the and the bonus tracks actually utilize it like a, a bit, but it's just like him like talking. Like we'll talk about them when we get to the bonus tracks. But like there's a couple of songs that are like this that have these like weird outros, outros to yeah. them that don't really lead to anything. Like I'm not sure what they were about. But well, and there's not a whole lot after after fever and then some it does some in pretty odd but we're kind of out of the transitionary interstitials that actually like line up songs yeah 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 i think maybe one or two does it farther down the line but this album kind of moves away from that yeah for sure so because again there are these things they're attached to the songs but they're not like they don't transition into like anything in an effective way there's kind of there so i don't know Kind of elevator know, music. It, yeah, a little bit. Because that's literally what it is. It's just like the like it almost sounds like mysterious or like um like sneaky. Because there's like the 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 piano and like the trumpet. Oh, and it's like somebody oh, like oh. it's like it's like somebody like sneaking around like the streets at night, like following somebody almost. It's like stealth music. Yeah. Should have like been Metal Gear Solid the, music. Yeah, the lounge, the lounge drums and stuff like that. It's very interesting. Like I like I said, it's usually like it's like it's not that long, so I usually don't skip yeah it's only like what 30 seconds or so at the end really even like yeah not even but yeah it's super it's super weird good Um, song it's good song good 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 i think it's It's a very good song like i said you know these first three songs are pretty good that's not going to discount the next song but i will continue to not feel the same where i feel like this album should be in a different order so it's a good follow-up to let's kill tonight really i mean it you you keep the high energy that you had yeah absolutely i mean really i mean in conclusion really hurricane by panic of the disco is a musically intricate and thematically rich composition that showcases <laughs> the band's artistic prowess Motherfucker. through a dynamic arrangement evocative lyrics and powerful vocal performance the song invites listeners on a journey of introspection resilience and self-discovery it's I, enduring popularity no. and impact within the contemporary music landscape attest to its significance as a standout piece in Panic of the Disco's discography. You forget we have a whole like essay to read here from one of Genius's I, lovely contributors. Yeah. God, All right. Who should who, who gets to read this? I don't Is know. Let's tag name? team this by paragraph and I'll start her uh, out. Okay. Uh, well, I'll read the first two. So read the first two since that first one is really short. Then I'll read the go. third one. I have a strong feeling that this song is tied to Brendan's explorations with his sexuality. This may seem far-fetched at first, but Brendan is bisexual after all. And as as admitted, he has experimented multiple times with men. So hear me out. He's he's pansexual, actually. Well, you know, this was six years ago. I don't know when he he came out. Probably right after this, he was like, this guy's wrong. (laughs) In the second line of the song... Brennan re- reveals that he thinks about this person when he's all alone. This could entail entail. <laughs> this could entail that when he, when no one's looking, he secretly wants his person, which is presumably a guy. I didn't well, why are you? Presu- I mean, I guess we presumed it was a woman, but I like, mean, I guess that's fair. It could be a guy. There is no gender attached to this. Could have been a dude. Could be a guy. In fact, the entire dude. first verse stands out to me in this way. He wants this stranger to feel attracted to him before he makes any moves. And he wants this stranger to want him. So you know why I think I'm attributing these things, these songs to women is because there is literally a tribute song to his at the time now wife girlfriend. Yeah. It's Sarah smiles, not fucking Daryl smiles. (laughs) Daryl smiles like Daryl doesn't (laughs) care. Saying like goofy baby. 
Oh, yeah? Um, <laughs> the pre-chorus details Brendan leading a revolution of sorts. He's just, this person is repeating lyrics. Uh, the pre-chorus details Brendan leading a revolution of sorts in his bedroom where there is no tension between him and the stranger. He proclaims no more war, no more clothes, and oh, kiss me, as if he is saying that he's done pretending and dodging around the inevitable, that being the fact that they're both attracted to each other and know it. The chorus of the song describes them as a hurricane to show the messy and careless nature of their love. More blatantly, they're sex. They're sex. Sex. Next, we have the second <laughs> verse. <laughs> you forget it was your turn. This just seems, this just seems, this uh. just screams the message of a conflicted sexuality to me. He confesses his thoughts in a confession room, but because of his choice to experiment with the stranger, God doesn't come to tell him it's okay to tell, to love who he loves. He doesn't put his heart at ease like Brendan was hoping and he, he would. The second half of this verse stands out as well. Brendan believes that most days he's wolf among the sheep, or in disguise. He tells everyone that he's a heterosexual man with no one suspecting a thing. The wool over his eyes represents him being tricked into thinking it's wrong for him to be sexually attracted to another man when in, ra- when in, reality, when in reality, there's nothing wrong with it. When a rat tattily. When a rat tattily. Uh, that wool over his eyes really is just yeah. males, tidy whities Yeah, it's itchy. That's what it is. Um, I'll read that. I'll read this paragraph in that last little sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, the bridge confirms my theory pretty well. He's saying that he wants to be fixed or conflicted nowhere in between. To me, this comes off very sarcastically. The two things he doesn't want fixing is in no longer being attracted to men and confliction is in being endlessly confused despite it having a simple answer are the things he's asking for. Sound like he's making fun of people who go to great lengths just to hide their sexuality or even ask to, it to be erased. Last chorus of the song signifies a turning point where he's comfortable where he is. Brendan restates the fact that him and this other man are like a hurricane. However, he doesn't sound regretful of the night he's had with the man. He sounds content. Hey, world, we are a hurricane and you can't stop us. Anyway, those are my thoughts and my interpretation of the song. If you disagree, that's fine, but it makes a lot of sense to me. You want to know something, Adam? Can I tell you? What's that? I don't hate it. I don't fully agree with it, but I can I can see it and I can't condemn it. How about that? Yeah, I can see where I can see where it comes from and I, I respect it. As a I don't think when I listen to this song in the future, I will view it through this context. But I, you know what, man, you you did it. You laid out your point. Wafer Nate. Wafer. Maybe we should get Wafer Nate on the podcast. We should. He should be third. Third. Adam third and man. Sam and Wafer Nate at the disco. Well, I've got him on speed dial, so if I have to fucking kill you, I have somebody. It's not just Sam and his Adams again. Nope. We have signed the contract that after I die, it's going to be Sam and his Adams. <laughs> Sam and Nate at the disco. <laughs> Sam and Wafer Nate at the disco. Wafer Nate. What if Wafer Nate is Nate Roos from fun? That would be, that would give us a whole new meeting and I could actually understand it. It would. Uh, I got a YouTube comment here. Brendan Urie is my favorite band. Well, I mean... You know, I guess if you have to attribute it all to him. Yeah. Sure. Oh my God. This fucking, can you read this? Uh, not the second. Oh, somebody, yeah. Somebody also on genius heard. I confess, I confess to the rumor of us as well. So I'm not alone. No. Um, can you read this third genius comment? The, uh, I thought that the, that they do not look like me. (laughs) Oh, they know. I know that they do not sound like me. You will (laughs) will dance dance to him. You will dance to anything. Meant that even though girls, Ryan's preference, don't look slash sound like boys, but Ryan will dance to anything, date any gender. Wow. Guys, really? Come on. 
Why is the Raiden continuing on after? <laughs> you have no idea how much fun dancing to this song in the dark in the middle of a thunderstorm is. Um, let's see. Hashtag have, Raiden is real. Sorry. You have no idea how much fun dancing to the song in the dark in the middle of a thunderstorm is. I'd fuck me. <laughs> I like put my mouth right up on the mic for that. So that's going to be a sonically displeasing thing for me and for you to listen to. So I'd fuck cool. me hard. Oh my God. There you go. Uh, wait for Here we go. A few lines down. Wait for Nate. Brennan Another said one? that he's pan, didn't he? Somebody's wow. really coming oh. in later. Somebody is really co- coming in later. <laughs> um, let's see. Jizz. Wait. I'm sending my prayers to everyone in Hurricane Florence, and so is Brendan Yuri. Jesus. I think ago. it's they're fighting with us to keep us warm, but I don't know. They're fighting That's with us to keep us warm. Interesting. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Don't know about that one, Chief. Nope. Do, do not. Let me see here. When I was in. <laughs> When I was in seventh grade, I met someone who became my best friends immediately. And even though I liked Panic, I'd never heard the song. It was their favorite song. And they made me listen. We'd always play it and sing it. We're no longer friends and a lot has happened, but it's kind of nostalgic to think back to all those years ago and the fun we had. Well, it's nice to know that everybody has had a breakup after Pretty On. Pretty On. Pretty On. Me and my parents used to listen to this in the car when I was a kid. This gives me so much damn memories and I don't know what to do with them. I wish it was still the good old days. You silly person. Memories is the next song. <laughs> Fuck. Thanks. Which, uh, which, uh, which is a good enough time to, to, to book it on out of here. Seg you out. Seg you out. Like I said, memories is song number four. Um, that's what we are going to be discussing next week. Um, but we did it. Do you have any final comments to make about Hurricane? No, good song. Good song. I like it. I like it a lot. Good song. I like it. Uh, I it's like good. it a song. My love. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> anyway, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.